welcome. We are here for an Extreme Drawis side quest. Uh, when last we had met, uh, Akroma and Ember, uh, you had gone and gotten a room at the inn in Skullport. And while you were staying there overnight, you were approached by a kobold. He introduced himself to you uh, as Zublo and said that he had a very urgent message um, that was in regards to your father, Chroma, and in regards to would have a repercussions on all of Dragonkind. And he basically begged you to go with him uh, to address this situation into some of the tunnels off of Skullport. So perhaps against your better judgment, perhaps not. This kobold has managed to talk you into joining him. He led you out of the city of Skullport, and as you uh, move along, you can see a couple of uh, off-shifting tunnels. One of them, at least, you're fairly certain, uh, leads off into, from uh, what Roha had told you before, into Undermountain itself, which is this massive... Uh, chunk of the Underdark beneath the city of Waterdeep that's basically closed off to everything else and has historically been uh, taken over and run by this insane wizard by the name of Halister Blackcloak. Okay. And the tunnels you're being led to, you're not 100% sure if this is actually part of Undermountain, or if it's just adjacent to Undermountain, but you know you're fairly close to it. And uh, Zublo is kind of cagey about um, answering too many questions. He just says that there's a very urgent message regarding all of Dragonkind that his master has sent him to collect. Uh, and uh, if pressed too far on the nature of his master. Uh, he is, he basically just says, you know, well, she's my master. She is the big boss. She, she? Yes. <laughs> and we're not allowed to ask questions? No, you can ask whatever you want. What would you like to ask her? You're walking through these tunnels, so. So he doesn't know the big boss's name? No, he does. He doesn't want to tell us. So we're just going. It's a fair uh, assessment. You know, that he might know and not want to tell you. And so he got us to get on this journey just by saying it's very urgent to dragon kind. Uh, yeah, he basically is... is uh, you know, begged you, promised your uh, safety, 
um, explained that uh, his master had a powerful vision um, and that your family was involved. My family. Yes. And yet I have not heard from my father. You have not heard from your father. Is, uh, do we have the ability to contact my father through Ember? Uh, or does Ember have the ability? Neither one of you has any sort of like message spell, right? No. No. Um, Darn. Well, <laughs> we're going. <laughs> it's cool. We're <laughs> on our way. Uh, we're just going to go into the dark. It's fine. It's fine. what we decided to do. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, we're unfamiliar with everything in this place, except we know that this could be near the land of the dark wizard, Pallister. Right. It could be, uh, you could be either, like I said, you're either entering into uh, Undermountain itself or um, at least very, very close to it. So, um, Zublu, are we in Under Mountain itself, or are we close to it? Uh, very close, but not inside. Boss, Big Boss doesn't like Halas there very much. Which, evil dark wizard, I understand why. Um, so, we're obviously trying to not make Halaster aware of our presence here. No, Hollister, kind of crazy, probably has better things to worry about than us. We're, this is not uh, this is not his place. This is Big Boss's place. You're safe here. Um, can I do a perception check to see if I know where we are? Um, sure, it'd be a survival check. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. Survival... I'm probably not good at it, but I will try. Oops. I got a nine. Uh, you're pretty sure you're within probably a mile or two of uh, Skullport. You know that you went to the south when you left Skullport, but that's really about it. And I don't know much about... The South Dragons, do I? Um, I'm from the West, I think. Well, I mean, you can make a, you can make a Arcana check, I suppose. Sure. Ooh, seventeen. Uh, the dragons. So, as far as Waterdeep itself, the area that you're, the overall area that you're in. Uh, there's actually magic that prevents most dragons from entering Waterdeep. Um, it's an ancient high ritual that was cast. That Basically, uh, there's one magical item in all of Waterdeep that has supposedly gone missing in recent years that allows someone to permit a dragon, a true dragon entrance or deny them entrance. So 
if the true dragon's name is not spoken by the person holding this artifact, they can't. They just physically cannot enter Waterdeep. Um, now, just south of there, uh, it tends to be, if you're looking at like. Most of the like mountainous terrain around there, uh, you're probably looking at like silver dragons would be most likely. Uh, probably mostly metallic dragons. Once you start getting into uh, the wooded areas that are a little bit outside of Waterdeep, probably 50, 60 miles, you start getting into things that might be like green dragon territory. Um, and then obviously your father's lair is not that far from Waterdeep, probably about 40 miles. But you don't know of any dragons besides possibly silver dragons that would be native to this area. Silver. Okay. Uh, I have silver dragon. Yay. Ember, do you know any silver dragons? Do, I'm pretty sure I know my mom. That's okay. fair. <laughs> Should I, do I need to check and see if I know silver dragons? Uh, no, I mean, you, you're aware of... The ones that you are blood related to, yes. Okay, I was like, I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> so, all right, Ember. So, this is more silver dragon territory. If my family's involved, it would be more, you know, higher class gold dragon territory. Oh, higher class. I actually don't know if it's higher class, but <laughs> I just think silver and gold. Gold dragons tend to see themselves as being above silver dragons. Yeah. It sounded about right. <laughs> no. <laughs> and as you're walking up here, you see this campsite sort of laid out in front of you. There's another kobold there. And it's uh, it basically the, the tunnel ends in like a dead end. Oh, good. Got some bats floating overhead. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool thing. Does he know? I'm going to ask. I forgot the guy's name. Does he know the one over there? Blue Blue? Uh, yes. He says, this is my friend Snim. Snim. I like that you're naming them. <laughs> Nim and Zulu. Uh, we wait here. Big boss comes soon. Uh, you want sit by fire? Warm up. I am going to look around the cave to see if there's any like hidden entrances and things like that. Uh, sure. What's your dark vision range? Um, I can see in complete darkness, but I, how do I find that? Should be on your character sheet um, under senses. You'd have dark vision. I have a dark vision of 120 feet. That is correct. So you can go ahead and make a perception check if you don't mind. Me? Or yeah, if you want to while you're looking around. And then... I can't, I can't find it. It's right, Ollie, it's right under the saving throws, all the... Like, you have your top, like, six things, and it goes to your 
saving throws, and right under that is where your passive wisdom perception, passive intercept. Oh, blind sight, 10 feet, dark vision, 60 feet. Okay. Uh, you can go ahead and make a perception check, too. Uh, you're going to be at disadvantage, though, because it's outside of the range of dark vision. Oh, I got two. It's okay, because okay. I got a nat 20, so I'm excited. All right, Ember, you don't see anything at all, <laughs> unfortunately. Um But Akroma, as you look up to the top, uh, you do see a little outcropping, probably about 70 feet up. Okay, an outcropping. Yeah, and inside that um, outcropping, you can see like a like a snout and part of a claw. Uh, and it's definitely uh, lightly colored, but because your dark vision is black and white, you can't quite tell exactly what, what color it is. Dragon. Right. Well, I am going to use a cantrip that if is. You want, Tori, if you want, I can. I don't have to use any. Thing to do that. I just have precedentation oh. and it just light up. I think that's fairy fire. But I can create. You can make a small light with precedentation. Would it be big but, enough to see what's up there? No. Oh, okay. You can shoot it with fairy fire if you wanted to, and that would make it outline glow. I don't think I have fairy fire. I don't have fairy fire. I can control flames within 60 feet of range, so I want to. You're a drow, so you should be able to. You should have fairy fire. Really? Really? Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm not a good drow. Oh, no. It would be under the features. No, I see it. It's at first level. Um, but no, uh, I think I want to control flame and then control the flame up there so I can see what color. Like, not burn it, but, you know, control the flame. Because I can do it for 60 feet. Can I, do you think that I'll be able to see what color it is? Well, are you trying to, like, move the campfire up there? Yeah, just, like, a piece of it. Not the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you uh, grab a piece of the campfire and start uh, sort of moving it up along the edge and the two uh, kobolds sort of step back from the campfire when they see you doing this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to step back with them. I have to try. Right. <laughs> I feel like if everybody's stepping back, I'm going to step back. <laughs> step back a little bit too. And once the fire reaches the top, uh, you see this white dragon perched up it's white. top. I'm able to see that is not the color I wanted. <laughs> are white dragons good or evil? It's a uh, lady. What's wrong? <laughs> uh, why don't both of you make it? Well, the, the uh, chromatic dragons, so the ones that are... Uh, named after colors tend to be evil, whereas the metallic dragons tend to be good. Okay. Um, 
Go ahead and make a Arcana check, both of you, and you may both have advantage if you don't mind. Damn it. Oh my god, I got another nat 20. This is great. I got 17 plus Arcana, so I got a 24. I got a okay. 24 too. So oh. All right. So you're both aware that white dragons tend to be, uh, they tend to live in cold environments. This is very far south for a white dragon to be. Uh, they're usually in the, like, icy mountaintops, uh, northern parts of the continent where it's, you know, winter nine months out of the year. They're, they're very, uh, very much favor winter environments. You also know, or deep, deep, deep subterranean chambers, but this is, you're all, you're pretty sure you're too far up in the Underdark for this to be um, kind of a standard white dragon's lair. Okay. Uh, you also know that they tend to surround their lairs with ice. They have ice breath. So they tend to just generate ice everywhere they go, and you're not seeing any around here, so this must not be where it's staying permanently. And you know that white dragons are notoriously dumb. They're, <laughs> n they're, they're not particularly um, intelligent for dragons. That doesn't mean that they're, like, not dangerous or cunning or... Uh, horrible in a fight they're just not smart you know like if you look at like gold dragons or red dragons they tend to you know be spellcasters and have various knowledge and and collect lore white dragons are much closer to just giant animals uh they think they speak but they generally don't uh think much beyond their next meal uh I remember I met a uh, white dragon who, well, she was a white dragonborn. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think that's the same thing. Well, she wasn't the smartest, but she did take a penis off of me, so. <laughs> that's, that's the true. way you want to say that. That's the way you want to say that. <laughs> she did. <laughs> it was her reward. I'm learning something new every day. Anyone? <laughs> Well, we don't have penises, but I think they might. <laughs> the kobolds? Yeah. I mean, they're they uh, they're male, <laughs> so I guess. If all else if all else fails, I I know what this dragon wants. So I'm gonna try to talk to her. And so, are you saying that she doesn't communicate very well? Do I need to do it psychically, or is draconic enough? She'll speak draconic. Yeah, she's not like mute or incapable of language they're just not very smart so i'm not like asleep or anything right she seems asleep no she's she's awake okay so i'm gonna say hey up there what are you doing she says indraconic i see my servants have collected you and she comes out of the um kind of cubby that she was hiding in. You see, she's, you know, pretty big. She's small for a dragon, but she's definitely not small. She's probably about 
20 feet long or so. I've seen bigger. She kind of flies down and uh, perches on top of this tent. So I'm going to say, oh, so you summoned us here. What, what did you need? She says, I received a vision. A vision of a dragon-blooded human and a dragon-blooded dark elf. Is that us? Am I human? No, but I mean, you could see how a white dragon would think you were. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, this is a chroma. It's like, internally, I'm offended. That's fair. <laughs> and she says, I saw that the queen wanted to speak with you. Oh, shit. And that she was willing to pay handsomely for the right, for the privilege. And my horde is low. My lair was raided by meddlesome adventurers. So I'm going to take you to the queen. Oh, we're going to go to the queen, Tori. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Are we talking about Tiamat? Yeah. Travis? I think we're are you here. asking the dragon or are you asking me? <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, you're right, you're right. Let's play the game. <laughs> um, hi. Well, first off, I'm a Chroma. Who are you? I'm Frostwing. You are a reward that makes noise with its face. <laughs> Jeez, this one's a good one. Um, so, by queen, who is your queen? The mother of all dragons. Bum, bum, bum. She came to me in vision. She go. She went by a strange name, but I, but I recognized her. She said her name was Takesis. Takesis. Do we know her? Uh, that was the... Um, go ahead and make a Arcana check with disadvantage. Both of us? Not good. I rolled an 11 twice. <laughs> so you said Arcana? Yeah. 16. All right, with well, a 16, Ember, you've read in uh, strange books in, actually in Oros's library, in Akroma's father's library, about another, some other distant realms, uh, other worlds uh, beyond the plains in, uh, that only the strongest and most powerful magic can reach. And in some of those worlds, uh, Tiamat is known as Tachesis. And there she tends to uh, take a humanoid form. And now that you're thinking about it, 
the description you read sounds a lot like the version that you saw when you were getting ready to head to Menzo Baranza. So I will tell Akroma that in a form of like, can't believe you didn't know this. <laughs> um, ah, yes, the queen. Um, good time to go meet the queen. Um, what if we did a task without meeting the queen? If you did what? You want us, we're your prize, to do some sort of task, correct? The queen wants to meet you. I want to take you. It's, this is not complicated. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't be. But, uh, <laughs> can we call her? <laughs> Damn it. Oh. <laughs> you could try to pray to her and see if there was any oh, response. I don't know if we should do that. <laughs> uh, Damn. Okay, I'm going to psychically talk to a chroma. And All I'm right. like, do we really want to do that? <laughs> this wasn't a side quest I'd say no <laughs> you're free to say you're absolutely free to say no I'm free um well she knows about us I don't think she'll kill us straightforward if we just attempt to not piss her off but that's hard for me <laughs> okay you do little talking that's, that's your job that's the problem, is I can't do that. <laughs> I will try. Oh, man. <laughs> ah, um, but yeah, sure. Why not? I've been bored dealing with other people's problems anyway. I'd rather deal with my own people's. Slash, drows are also my people. But all about politics i'm not about that life so i have a, a side question just for you travis if i do find familiar can i find like an animal and send a message to her dad in case we need to be bailed out kind of um yes that's one way you can go about doing it uh finding a familiar is a bit um So, what about those norm women? normally when you when you find a when you use find familiar, you would only be able to communicate through that familiar or with that familiar when it's within a certain range of you. Now, if you have, do you have that from being a warlock? Do you have like the warlock? Uh, I have it as a ritual. Okay. Um, so I. Do you have a warlock invocation that? Uh, no, I don't think that's from my warlock. I think I don't know. It says Eldridge in a invocation, yeah. so probably. Let me look at your uh, sheet real quick and see, because there are certain warlock powers that will let you communicate 
uh, through your familiar, no matter where you basically, as long as you're on the same plane of existence. But if you don't have that, then you would have a very difficult time using it as a messenger. Okay. So let me just check here real quick. Oh, it says it has to be within a hundred feet of me. So that, that wouldn't work. Yeah, and you don't have the pack to the it's packed to the chain would be the thing that you would need. All right. Um hold on one second. I just need to deal with my cat for a second, so excuse me. <laughs> um just a moment. Zog. Be right back. Zog tomorrow. You can't. You gotta come here. Uh oh, the cat's in trouble. He just wants to play the enemy. He just wants to be a kitty familiar. Yeah, send your cat. Send the cat. <laughs> Well, now that the dungeon master is away, I don't know. We should just go see what's up. <laughs> How fast can you run? I can turn into a gaseous form. So Nice. I can kind of disappear on my own level. So I'll be able to disappear and get out of there somehow. We're flashing behind trees. <laughs> yes, I can flash behind trees. I can do a bunch of things. Okay. I'm a pretty sneaky little guy. Oh, yeah? Except for when you're trying to save Roz. <laughs> I saved her. You did save her, I know. And then you both hid behind trees together like the fireworks. Well, she was dead. She had one She's super head. dead. Sorry about that. My cat was trying to destroy my computer. Oh, um, bad. bad kitty. No. Yeah, she's, she's a naughty ass. She just wants so. to participate. That's pretty much it. She just wants my undivided attention. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, now she's back. <laughs> she can't hear herself. Oh, he's going right there. Oh, oh he's a new kitten. Yeah, Hi, kitten. She's, she's a bad so and crazy. She's so naughty. Oh, she's got some cute colors. Yeah, she's not bad. She's got the little stealth stripe tail, too. Oh, she doesn't like that. No, she's... She will kill her own tail. Right. Release her. Vicious. She killed her own tail. <laughs> um, come on. Come on, animal. Ollie, cast the familiar spell. Right. Go, kitty, go. All right. Give me just, just a second. I'm going to go put her, I'm going to go lock her in the other room. I'll be right back. Nice. <laughs> she has to be contained. Come on. Come on, baby girl. You can't behave, so you're going to be locked in the bathroom. <laughs> it sounds like bath. Yeah, it does. It's like, and now you're locked in the bathroom for Whoa. the rest of the night. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable going? Yeah. I said, let's play. I mean, in all honesty, out of all the battles, I'm usually the last one I love. So I got that going for me. Sorry about that. She gets insistent. All right. So anyways. 
we're just talking about what we want to do. Okay, we had our telepathic conversation and we're ready to go. Yeah, without oh. knowledge. Beautiful. So what's your uh, what's your plan? Go. Fly us away, Frost Dragon. Wait, I wanna wait, I wanna ride on her back. I don't wanna be grabbed. Inappropriate. She says, Oh, oh okay, that's awesome. All right. Well, uh, we'll need the we'll need my minions to uh, secure you. What does um, that mean? So uh, secure the minions and the cobalt. What does secure mean? They walk up and they start taking ropes out. And be like, I won't go if I'm secured. And no, no secure. <laughs> well, that's how this works. That's what I don't understand. That's that's. I understand that you don't understand. <laughs> jumps over into this other tent. Uh, I say it's a compromise. It's when you give a little and we give a little. We'll come with you, and you don't tie us up. Everybody wins. What if you just come with me and I do tie you up? What if I don't come with you and then you're in trouble? But ah! it screams and you see like frost start coming out of its mouth. And uh, I need you to roll initiative. Oh, good. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty good. 16. 11. Okay. One second. Just opening some windows I should have. Already had open. All right. All right, you got a 16 of chroma? Yes. Amber, you had an 11? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Our kobolds have... Twelve and twenty. What? Damn it. And Frostwing. It goes on a nine. Right. The first action is this cobalt that's right here, kind of uh, in your face, Ember. And it's going to try to grapple you. Do I get to do something in response to that? Yeah, so uh, it'll make an attack check, and then if it hits you, uh, you can make a strength save to try to break free. But it got a natural one. So it flies toward you with its uh, rope kind of hanging down like it's going to loop you up, and you just sort of step to the side, and it like flies into the wall. <laughs> And takes a point of damage. It's like, ow, ow, my head. <laughs> now bounced it off of this wall here. Um, nope. You just do a little. And that brings us to a chromo. What would you like to do? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go again. Um <laughs> I think 
I'm going to cast Eganazar's Scorcher. But let's see where I should do this. Yeah, I think I'll stay where I am and just cast it so it hits both Frostwing and uh, Zilmgai. Okay. You basically have to step into him to do that. Uh-oh. Does that to mean get them both? Attacked? No, only if you step out does he get an attack of opportunity. Okay. If you step in on somebody, that doesn't provoke one. So I'm going to so. cast that at uh, at the third level. Okay, so let's, let's look it up real quick. 30 feet. Yep, five feet wide. They make a dexterity saving throw. Mm-hmm. Takes three right. D8 fire damage or half. All right, so the first kobold does the 18 make your deck save or yes. your spell save? Yeah, it does. Right, so they'll take half damage for the kobold. Um, and our white dragon friend uh, got a 13 on his deck save. That does not save, no. All right, so you cast it at third level? I did, so I do 4d8. Yep, of fire damage. And then do I do that? You, you do get I add a, it to each one, or do I add it to just the whole thing? So you add the total 4d8 together, and then you add your fire damage bonus to that total. Okay, so, I mean, what's the plus seven spell attack? That's if you're if you're doing an aimed spell. So uh, spells will either have the attack bonus or they'll have the save DC. They usually don't have both. Okay, so it's 20 then. Okay. All right, so uh, even though this poor kobold uh, took half damage, uh, the 10 points of damage that he took is more than the seven hit points that he had. Uh, so he is now... Uh, dead. Sorry, you just fry that cobalt completely. <laughs> cool. Um, and then I think I want to use one of my sorcery points. Okay. Um, in order to uh, make myself invisible. Am I allowed to move too or no? Am I already moved? You only moved five feet, so you still have 25 feet of movement. Okay, I want to cast Greater Invisibility. Okay. Is that only for me? Yes. It's one target. Yeah, I want to become invisible, so I cast Greater Invisibility by using a Sorcery Point. Okay. Um, and then... Sorry, I'm confirming that so I don't lose track of what I do. Um, and then I do want to move a little, uh, little closer. Am I, if I move to the top closer, will she sense me? Uh, as far as you know, no. Like, you're invisible, so she might hear you. Uh, I want to move so that I am at least in a different location. So, yeah, I want to move a little up to the top. Okay, go ahead and make a uh, stealth check, but you'll do it with advantage. Okay. 
I got. Do I add anything else to that? Like no, just your just your stealth bonus. Oh, you don't have stealth; it's just your dex. Sorry, um, it's twelve. Okay. So you start moving along, and um, as you're moving, she seems to be like tracking your movement. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't seem to have lost track of you at all. Um, that brings us, that completes your turn? Yeah, I'm invisible now. All right, uh, that brings us to the dead. That uh, doesn't help because he's dead. That brings us to Ember. All right. So... If I want to do a fire breath, how close? I have to be 15 feet. So how close is that? That's three blocks away from her? Yes. So if you wanted to get her with your fire breath, you'd have to move in. There is still this cobalt in the way. but it's six uh, Yeah, I think I'm a little bit less worried about the cobalt and more worried about her. So let's do my fire breath on her. So you're going to move up to her? Yeah. All right, so 5, 10, 15. That'll bring you close enough. Now, as you move past this kobold, he does get an attack of opportunity at you, which he's going to take uh, to swing with his dagger. Does a 17 hit you? Yes. All right. So as you're moving past... He kind of reaches out and pokes you with a dagger and deals four points of piercing damage to you. Oh, no. Okay. And you can now make your fire breath attack. So Don't hit how, me. How does that work? So I shouldn't hit Tori with the cone, right? You certainly can aim it in a way. Well, you don't know where she is. Oh, okay. I don't know where you are, Tori. All right. But so, I mean, I if, have... you're, if you're shooting straight at, uh, it's a 15-foot cone, is that right? Yeah, it's a 15-foot cone, and she has to make a saving throw. Dexterity. Yeah, you wouldn't actually hit a chroma. Yay! I thought I, I tried to move so that we could both fire stuff. So. Uh, and she makes a dex save? Yeah. Does a 15 beat your saving throw, DC, for your fire breath? Yes, the 15 beats it. Okay, so you do half damage, so go ahead and roll your damage. All right, so I have to do 7d6, someone will have to help me add. 5, while you do it. 3, 8, eight. 4, 12, 5, 19, 1 is 20. Five, twenty-five, and one more. Four, so twenty-nine. All right. Oh wow, that's a lot of HP. I like that we get to see it. Sorry, Travis. That's fine. <laughs> um, I get excited about that. All right. She ain't dead. <laughs> She's not dead. Uh, and that brings us to her turn. Do you have anything else that you want to do, Amber? Do I get to move anymore? Uh, you moved 5, 10, 15, 20. You have 10 more feet of movement. I'm going to back up a little bit, but not like 
toward. I don't want to go towards that guy though. You you do want to go toward the cobalt? No, I don't want to go towards the cobalt. Can I go up? Yeah. Oh, like fire? No, don't go by me. No, like away from Tori, backwards. <laughs> I mean, there's not really anywhere to go because that's all wall right there. Oh, that's a wall. So, okay, no, yeah, that's, so you can that's go good. down by this. Uh, okay, that's perfect. Right. Sorry, I couldn't tell that was a wall. Oh, I was like, yeah, don't go by. All right, molding to the wall. Different spots. <laughs> so Frostwing says, "Oh, you want to see breath?" and turns uh, towards you, Ember. And takes a deep breath and lets go of uh, her frost breath. I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. I'm cold resistant. That'll come in handy. I got a 16. That also will give you half damage, so. Yay! <laughs> nice. So you'll actually take You'll actually take a quarter if you're also cold resistant. So. I am cold resistant. I tis it be not I'm resistant to spade. <laughs> <laughs> stop rolling so it's forty-eight, so uh forty-eight by half is twenty-four by half is twelve. So you take twelve points of cold damage if she uh exhales this blast of cold air at you. And I'm going to be like, that was nothing. And then I'm going to hellish rebuke her. Can you? Did she hit her? Yeah, absolutely. Didn't she hit her cobalt? No, the cobalt hit her. No, no, no. I'm talking about like Frostwing. Because, I mean, that's pretty Nope. Not quite. I just counted it out. Damn you, Travis. Not quite hit. Counting abilities. Yeah, so if you want to spend your um, or use your hellish rebuke on her, that's fine. She has to make a con save, right? Uh, dexterity save. Oh, okay. She got a 10 on her dex save. Nope. All right, so go ahead and roll your hellish rebuke damage. Um, I haven't done it at the higher level yet. So when you cast this slot using second level or higher, the damage increases by 1d10 for each slot. So I'm a level 5, so... I'll just cast it at level five then. Well, what what levels your spell slots though? Level fifth. They are fifth level. Oh, yep. okay. Do you see so, how many squares you have though? On oh, it's like at six d ten. It says up there. Sorry. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I'm going yep. to roll six d ten. Six. Plus three is nine. Plus nine is eighteen. Plus ten is twenty-eight. Plus ten is thirty-eight. Plus eight is forty-six. Wow. I'm gonna yeah, flick her off afterwards. Damn. <laughs> All right. Uh, you light her up. She's screaming and screeching. Um, she was not expecting this fight to go this way. That brings us back to this uh, kobold over here who screams, you do not hurt the boss, and runs over and stabs you in the back. Oh, good. With a natural one. Oh, uh, so <laughs> He stabs himself. He's not good at this. 
the cobalt runs over and you just kind of hold your shield out and it just runs into your shield and it like spins around three times and falls flat on its face unconscious. <laughs> this guy's having a rough day. They are. Uh, Akroma, it is now your turn. What would you like to do? All right. The invisible woman is going to... Hmm. What am I going to do? I think I'll scorch her again. Yeah, I'll do the Agonazar's scorcher at the fourth level again. All right. Uh, she got a 11 on her deck save. That does not make it. All right. So at the fourth level, it does even 1d8 higher. Let's do this. So I do how many again? A three plus two is five. So 26 plus 29. Okay. Oh, that's hard to do, guys. It's adding math and counting your dice rolls. <laughs> I, know, I have to count one on my hands and add in my head. <laughs> I didn't even think of using my hands. I was just like, <laughs> I counted all that together. At two seven, two ones. <laughs> so you hit her, and you can see like the scales splitting on her hide and uh, smoke pouring out of the various wounds on her. She's in real bad shape. And she starts to fly upward. Um, then I also would like. Ooh. Hmm. She's flying upward away from us. Yes. Ooh. I don't think I. Can we get an opportunity attack from that? Uh, neither one of you are within five feet of her. Damn it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Unless you have Warcaster. Well, even still, you're I not do. within five feet. I do have Warcaster. Right, but you're not within five feet of her, though. Right, but I could pay another sorcery point to do another thing. You could. Um, is it possible for me to grab her with my whip so that she doesn't go? Or she probably would fly away with me. <laughs> I was going to say, you can certainly <laughs> try it. If you want to try to get into a tug-of-war with a dragon... <laughs> Not against my morals. Ah, uh, jeez. I don't want her to go. I want. I want to. I think. Can I? I can I pass to sorcery's point to be able to do another thing, and try to attach myself with the whip. Uh, no, because that would unless the whip would be a unless there'd be a spell attack, the sorcery point wouldn't give you the extra action. The sorcery point just lets you quicken another spell. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, I don't know if I have anything to stop her from running away. Unless I can I hit her with another attack if I cast a sorcery point? You could, yeah. Uh, you could twin this. Well, you can't twin the spell because you need a different target. But you could do. Um, you could hit her with another attack if you have a if you spend the sorcery point to quicken the spell, um, and you also could possibly hit her next round depending on how fast she can fly. Okay, all right, I'll I'll let her go and let uh, Ember have a turn 
All right. Wait, uh, before I go, though, can I, I would like to move closer to Ember to give her more space to do what she wants to do. Okay. So you're just going to dash over this way? Yeah. She won't know where I am, but right. I will know I'm not in the way. I'm pretty sure I can smell you. No, and I, I will I'll also give her the heads up that I'm out of the way. All right, yeah, so you hear I'm out of the way kind of in a disembodied voice. And Amber, what would you like to do? She starts flying upward, like straight upward. Uh, let's see, what do I want to do? I'm going to psychically talk to Tori real quick, or Akroma, and be like, do you want me to trap her or do you want me to hit her? If you have the ability to make sure that she doesn't fly away and we can still chat with her, I would be fine with that. But I'm also done with her thinking that she can just take us to some sort of dragon queen that's going to murder us. I can trap her in a cone. Do it. Attempt. Oh, I don't have any zero. I have zero packed slots left, apparently. Yep. Yeah, so you're out of spell slots. You still have your cantrips you can cast? Oh, no. How did I use two, though? Because you cast... Uh, Dragon Breath. Dragon Breath isn't a... I don't know, then. Because you used... What did spells I maybe did forget you? to take a heal somewhere? No, that wouldn't be it. Uh, you used your Hellish Rebuke. And Fire Breath. Oh, then you should have one slot left, I would think. How many slots do you have? Two. Yes, yeah, so you should have one unspent slot. Unless there okay. was another spell that you cast. Yeah. So I don't know what I did there. Does it, you might have forgot it? to hit a rest button. You might have forgot to hit like a long rest button at some point. Okay. Well, I will do... I will trap her in a magic circle. No, you need... Uh, you would have to have the time to draw that out because the casting time on magic circles, how long? If you tap on the spell, it should show you how long the casting time is. Oh, one minute. Yeah. Do you have anything like a whip or something that could like grab on or? What about tiny hut? Oh, 11 minutes. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're just going to hit her. All right. What do you want to hit her with? I will hit her with uh, both my Eldritch Blast, which is 120 feet. So I'm assuming, do I need to run up on her at all, or am no, I good? No, not at all. You're good. Okay. Oh, man. So, uh, do I you just can try With the Eldritch Blasts, it's force damage, so you can try to just knock her out instead of kill her with it if you want to. Tori, what do you think? I would be fine with that. Just immobilize her and hit her wings. All right, we'll aim for the wings. We'll see how good of an aim I got. So does she get to try to avoid this at all, or I just go for the D10? You just go for the – well, you roll the D20s and see if you hit her armor class, but then if you hit her, then you hit her. I got an 11. Uh, plus your spell attack bonus? My spell attack bonus is 7, so 18. 18 hits. Go ahead and roll your damage for your uh... – so the first one is a three, plus three is six, and the second one is a six, plus three is nine. 
Okay, so you knock her unconscious. And she falls and crushes this tent as she lands. So now you have a... Can you, like, do anything? What would you like to do? I'm going to go get that rope that they were going to use on us from the guy behind me who's knocked out and the dead guy and tie her wings up. Okay. All right, you tie her wings up. Uh, this dude is just sleeping, so uh, as is the dragon. Okay. Is it my turn? Wait, let's yeah. tie her mouth up. Let's tie her mouth up too. Combat's effectively over. So. <laughs> well, I would like to. Sadly, that's Zoo Blue, right? Um, that's alive or dead. That's still alive. Uh, Zoo Blue is still alive. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna have to slit his throat and kill him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you walk over and. Slit his throat and he bleeds out and he's dead. That's Not no problem. It. You don't need to roll for that because he's unconscious. Yeah. Not worth my time. Um, and then uh, I think that we should start a pretty nice bonfire. We already have a fire, but I think I'm, I want to control flames and uh, light that tent on fire in a circle. Not on her, but just that she's surrounded by fire. Okay, yeah, you can certainly surround her by fire. And now you would have time. Let me look up Magic Circle and see if it affects dragons. I don't think it does, but. Um, it does Tiny Hut. <laughs> tiny Hut. That's I have cool. a little tiny hut. Can we make a little place? Yeah, uh, Magic Circle only affects Celestials, Elementals, Fae, Fiends, or Undead. Um, but Tiny Hut, well, see, Tiny Hut, yes, but, um, (laughs) so (laughs) here's how the thing works with Tiny Hut. You make a 10-foot radius immobile dome of force that springs into existence around and above you and remains stationary for the duration. The spell ends if you leave its area. So it's more for you to protect you? You can fit, yeah, okay, so you wouldn't be able to fit the dragon in anyway because it fails if its area includes a large creature. Oh, okay. Damn it. Okay, we've got ourselves a nice fire. Now, you could make a tiny hut that you two were in while that thing's asleep, and then it couldn't hurt you. I guess I could prepare that. Do I have to fully do it, or can I just prepare that in case? Well, it's like a 10-minute ritual, so you could have it basically ready to go so that if she attacks, you could, like, you know, snap your fingers and the hut would come up. Yeah, I want to have it then there's Then at that point, there's nothing you can do because you can't cast spells out of it either. Oh, shit. Don't do it. Okay, maybe we don't need the tiny hut. Maybe we don't need the tiny hut. You can be in it. I'm I'm good casting my spells. <laughs> kind of my thing. So if she's unconscious, can I use any sort of like of my psychic abilities to like see in her mind, or is it only a communication thing? Uh, let me look up your sheet. It's a good question. 
I'm just looking up through what your options are here. Okay. No Can I make myself look like Tiamat and when she wakes up be her? Oh, you'd have to use an illusion of some kind to do that. You can't do it like telepathically. Um, you don't have anything in here that would allow you to actually read her mind, no. Okay. No worry, we can handle her when she wakes up. She's a white dragon. We got it. Um, but I do want to mount her. <laughs> Okay. I'm saying mount as in like a horse. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to basically sit on her while you wait for her to wake up? Yep. And I got my little handy dandy war pick out up against her throat. Ready to cast some other things if she does anything fishy. And then I want to also uh, mold the earth to hold her feet in place because her wings are tied but i'll hold her feet and then she has fire around her and you know it's just great like <laughs> so you're gonna cast mold earth yes all right and that you just do i don't think there's any role for it this is what um, i do <laughs> how long are you gonna let her sleep not long hey I hit her on the head with my war pick. Not the sharp part, the blunt right. part. Wake up. knock on her head. She opens her eyes. I think I'm like in her face too, by the way, because I'm mounting her. I'm like, this is what I wanted to do in the first place. Why didn't you listen? She grunts and says, you think you have me bested? Yeah, I, I do. And I also think if you do anything fishy, I will put this pick into your brain. It is small, but I will find it. She uh, looks around and, and says, I'll not fail my queen and breathes out at you. Um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. She breathes out while I'm on her back. Hmm? Damn you, Travis. <laughs> oh, 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 wait. Right. What did I do? Go back to the Indian. Sorry. You, you can have uh, advantage on the check, though. Thank you. Oh, God. Amber, I assume you're not standing in front of the mouth, right? <laughs> no, I was. I had my real pick over her eyes. I feel like I could kill her, but it's okay. I won't. You probably, you probably can. Uh, can I make an opportunity attack? Uh, you, could, uh, you can basically attack her as soon as she lets his breath out. Okay, cool. Well, dexterity saving. I only got a 13. It's not enough to... So you'll take full damage. With advantage, you only got a 13? I know. It's, it's, uh, it's a sad day for Tori. <laughs> By the way, I'm not on top of her in our map, Travis. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there we go. See, yeah. that's why, because you fall under her. Oh, no, where'd I go? Oh, no, she's eating you. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
you get you bring the pick down like as a reaction basically as she breathes out and the ice blast sort of bounces off the wall behind her comes back on you and you take 30 points of cold damage that sucks <laughs> it does do you have any resistance to cold no she's not a silver I'm go with no right yeah, so. i would I'm going to yell, how's that gold dragon looking right now? So you take 30 points of cold damage and you bring the pick down into her head. Yep. I was going to actually also cast, you know, sword burst while I'm on top of her. So I just burst swords throughout my body. Okay. Spikes come out. Yeah, but I did also bring the, I brought the hammer down. All right, and she dies. Sorry. No, it's... Tried to save her. So I'm like, well, I'm glad we tied her up for that. Ow. That hurt. In more ways than one. In two ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we came on this. Just so that we could go kill another dragon. Damn it. <laughs> and now I wish I didn't slit the little guy's throat. Maybe we could have talked to him. But I never regret what I do. <laughs> I just do it. Um, You're bad at this. We murdered everyone. Um, I say let's climb to the top. Let's see what's up. At the top of this thing. Can we do that? Sure. Uh, do you want to try to rest first, or are you just going to... I would like to rest. Sure, we can rest first. You're right. That's I mean, probably fine. You have this nice campsite. Might as well make use of it. No, it's a rest or a long rest. The dead dragon body and all the other dead things, but I enjoy it. Yeah, do you want to take We're a short dragon rest? for dinner. Ooh. I've never had white dragon. I'm down. <laughs> Delicious. All right. All right we, we cooked. Uh, we already had fire around her. Let's just make it bigger. <laughs> All right. We have uh, you, dinner. You cook <laughs> up some dragon. You eat it. Um, it was delicious. It is delicious. Uh, you can uh, take a short or long rest. It's up to you. We'll take a long rest. Let's get our points back too. All right, yeah, so you get all your spell slots, hit points, all that stuff comes back. <coughs> and after you, while we're doing the long rest? Uh, yeah, you only need to actually meditate for four hours, and Ember doesn't need to sleep at all. So, yes, you can talk during your long rest, absolutely. Should we go find the magician who she doesn't like and maybe make a deal with him? Oh. Uh, are you, we're talking right now, so uh, no. <laughs> what? We're not going to do that. That sounds like a great adventure, but I think we were tricked into doing this, and I applaud you for coming with. I think we both thought that we were going to do something good for our dragon people, and then we ended up murdering our own and eating it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Darn it. <laughs> Went the wrong way there. But I do want to know... Um, Kind of, I think that's interesting that Tiamat is that interested and knows of our existence, which 
I knew a little bit, but she seems a little more focused on you. Do you have past experiences with this? I don't, from my knowledge, do I, Travis? Nothing direct like that, no. Yeah, no. I'm just really that cool. Everybody wants a piece. Ugh. <laughs> I hope that dragon is cooked good enough for you. <laughs> I will. Um, but so, Ember, why are you still with the party and stuff? Are you... Are you attempting to maybe be more than just a mercenary, paid soldier? Well, you guys are going on a treasure hunt of sorts to get a bunch of money, and it's right up my alley. But it seems like you have loyalty to dragons a little more since you came with us, or with me. I have loyalty to my kind, yeah. I don't know if it's more or less. More or less than money? More or less. I do what I want first. Okay. But I do have loyalty to my kind. Well, that's good. She says that she picks some dragon meat out of her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying. I thought you were saying value. I roll in the blood of my enemy. <laughs> um, no. So, I mean... I'm technically your kind. Are, do we have some sort of understanding here? I don't know what that means. Oh, sorry. Just as an aside, I don't know what you're trying to say. Oh, well, I'm just saying, do we have any loyalty being half dragon together? Sure. Well, I, just, I don't know where your loyalties lie as, as somebody who you kind of were like Zublo to me before, a, a messenger, a, somebody who took me from my party to go do a mission, and it didn't turn out great. Um, <laughs> kind of like what just happened to him. And I usually slit throats to people who things don't turn out great, but it seemed like my father didn't or wouldn't want me to do that to you. Well, I have loyalty to dragons. I have loyalty to your father, which may or may not extend to you. And I think that it should say something that I chose to not attack the small dragon in front of my face before I came at the large one in front of you. Cobalt is a lizard, man. Not a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> nothing miss in front of my face. Um, but okay, okay, all right. I literally took a stab in the back so that I could come fight the dragon. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've also saved your friend many a times, Roja. Yeah, Roja has. <laughs> Roja gets saved. <laughs> <laughs> well she puts herself in danger over others and i appreciate that aroha and that's why i feel comfortable in my group is that i have people who will put themselves in these dangerous situations 
even though I don't always feel like I should put myself in them, but somehow I end up doing it and end up saving or cough, cough, fireball. Yes. Stuff happens. People die. <laughs> people who I care about don't seem to be dying as much these days. So as I swirl my wine, so I just, I mean, we're here on an adventure alone. I just wanted to see where your loyalties lie and if I can trust you because I would like to trust more people in my party. And I think I'm getting there, but I don't know. A lot of them are very drow focused and it's hard for me to be as drow focused when the drow have treated me so wrong all my years. This is a different wine I'm putting in my already almost empty wine. <laughs> this is a sin among wine drinkers. You're mixing wines? <laughs> They're both red. It'll taste fine. <sighs> well, to that, I'll just say, as long as you don't cross me, you can trust me. But, um, cheers. blood of our enemies. All right, cheers. We're drinking the blood of the frost dragon. <laughs> Beautiful. And with that, you finish up your uh, rest. The next, uh, after you've rested up, you can certainly, if you want to, try to climb up the side of this wall and make your way up to uh, this sort of alcove where the dragon was perched before. That's we should definitely go up there. Let's try it. I'm an acrobat. All right. Um, do either of you have... Uh, any sort of climbing equipment with you, like rope, grappling hooks, things like that? Would that be in extras, or...? It'd be in your equipment. I have rope. I have 50 mm -hmm. feet. Yeah, and I see that uh, Ember's got uh, pythons you can nail into the side. So uh, go ahead and make a uh, dexterity athletics check with advantage, uh, each of you, as you're climbing up this... It's a good thing I got advantage. A what? <laughs> so I said it's a good thing I got advantage. My first one was a nat one, Wait, but I got a 17. Travis, I heard athletics, but I feel as an acrobat. You can make acrobatics, yes. If you want. <laughs> okay. All right, great. Because one deals with strength and the other deals with better stuff for Tori. I'm okay with the athletics. I got a 19. And you said with advantage? Yes. Because you have the climbing gear. Hmm. Not awesome. At a 17. Okay. That's plenty good enough. Uh, you climb up the side, and like I said, it's about 70 feet up. And when you get up there, it's just an outcropping in the rocks. There's no tunnel that leads forward. As far as you can tell, this is the end of this particular little offshoot. Um so it's possible, and it looks natural. It looks like this was just a place that the dragon happened to find as opposed to like something that they carved out to sit in. Damn. Damn it, I was hoping for a, her hoard. I was hoping for a way to be exactly where I need to be next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, okay, I guess we have to go back the way we came. Yeah. All right. I guess let's adventure back the way we came. All right. So the two of you start heading back um, toward the front. 
And as you do, I would like you each to give me a survival roll to see if you can keep track of where you're supposed to be. Not great. So I got a 15, but I have a minus one on survival. So, okay, so it comes to a 14. Yeah. I got 10. All right. Um, you start to have a bit of a disagreement about which direction to head. Because uh, <laughs> Ember's pretty sure we should go one way, and Akroma's pretty sure you should go the other way. When you get to that area where it forks, where uh, one of the directions will take you back to Skullport, and the other one will take you to Undermountain. I want to go to Undermountain, because I'm wrong. <laughs> um, how do we figure this out? Uh, rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Oh, we're really leaving it. Okay. Will you shoot? Yeah. All right. Rock, paper, Rock, scissors. paper, scissors. Shoot. Rock. Paper, <laughs> you got to do it faster. Rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. <laughs> I was already in paper the whole time. I was in paper before you even started, and you chose. Travis, can we dice roll it? <laughs> sure, you absolutely can. All right, nice roll it. Six-sided, whoever gets better. Oh, wait, six-sided? Okay, six-sided. Yeah, let's it. do this. All right, let's try All right, five. I got a one. Oh, darn. <laughs> I actually did get a one. All right. <laughs> All right, you start heading uh, back the direction that you're pretty sure that you came, uh, coming in. I'm glad you won. <laughs> and <laughs> eventually make your way back to Skullport. And when you uh, head back there, you get back into the inn where everyone was staying, and the innkeeper tells you that they had uh, left for the day, but you're welcome to have some food and relax, and they're certain that they will be back soon. Did you give them my note? Of course. It's weird Where'd that they, they without me as if I am nothing. Not really. I feel like that sounds about right. I would ask, where did they go? Uh, you know, I'm just not quite sure. Uh, why don't you both make an insight check, if you don't mind? That's better. Insight. 17. 15 plus 3, 18. Give me one second. Oh, yeah, you're both pretty sure that uh, this tiefling woman is maybe keeping something from you. Uh, but you have to figure out. Intimidated out of All her. of our friends are gone. All of Okay, uh, go ahead and make Okay. Go ahead make an intimidation check. That's a D twenty, right? Yep. I'll jump behind the bar and also try to intimidate her the other way. I got a nineteen plus seven, so twenty six. Right. She uh holds her hands up and she taps a secret door behind the bar. And the secret door opens and you can sort of hear the sounds of combat. Uh, coming from down the hallway by that secret door. 
Can I just can I have brought this the skull of the white dragon with me? Sure. Why not? It's on my backpack. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Show people. <laughs> that's fair. So yeah, you hear this uh fighting going on down the hall. And that's where we'll wrap up for this session. <laughs> we hear fighting. And we're gonna run away from it. so um yeah uh thank you very much for tuning into the side quest let's do our uh introductions real quick uh ember why don't you tell us who you are what you're doing who you're playing please so i'm Allie debris uh i play ember i am a hot-headed red and silver dragon who apparently is now friends with a chroma because we bonded over eating a white dragon (laughs) (laughs) I've heard stranger stories. <laughs> I have. That's about it for me. I don't. I don't do anything creative. I'm just a salesperson. So, <laughs> Tori's my sister. Excellent. And Akroma, tell us who you are, what you're doing, who you're playing, please. Hi, I'm Tori Clark. I am an actress and model in Chicago, Illinois. Um, I don't know why I said Chicago, Illinois. I feel like people know Chicago, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I'm playing Akroma. Akroma is also a hothead and someone who can't hold their tongue in bad situations. So <laughs> I'm glad we ended up eating the person who burned me. Frostbite burn. That's also a thing. Um, and yeah, we bonded because Akroma is attempting to talk out her loyalties more than just trusting her wit because she's not great at that. So. Awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, a lot of fun to watch that to, to watch that play out. And uh, I'm Travis, I'm your dungeon master. Um, if you're watching this on Patreon early, uh, thank you very much for your patronage. You help us make cool stuff. If you're not watching this on Patreon early, you could have been if you were supporting the Patreon at just uh, just like five dollars a month, I think, to get early access to videos. Um, so yeah, this has happened uh, during the events of. Uh, episode, oh, I'm confused now, uh, happened during the events of, let me look this up, um, it would have been last week's while we're recording this, but it would be two weeks ago when people are seeing it, um, if that makes sense, I think it does, I, think it does. Just, I just want to look at episode numbers because now if nothing else, I'm curious and feeling dumb. But while I'm looking that up, um, yeah, I also run uh, a couple other Dungeons and Dragons games on this channel, and uh, including the Scarred Lands Myths and Matchmakers. I'm now the line developer for Scarred Lands for Onyx Path Publishing. We have a lot of cool stuff um, going on with that right now, uh, coming out uh, and like out right now and getting ready to come out in the near future. So head over to Drive Through RPG and check out the Onyx Path Publishing Scarred Lands store. And yeah, so this uh, side quest took place during the events of episode 41, and uh, we will see where things go in episode 42. Depending on when you're watching this, you may already kind of know what's up. Um, So thank you so much for your support. Make sure that you like, comment, share, subscribe, and we will see you again real soon. Bye. Bye.